This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning, Dion. What a pleasure. Brad, sorry, man. I was trying to connect on my computer. And of course, as you know, the moment you're in a rush, Zoom wants to update. Of course. <laughs> so I quickly had to switch across to my phone. I'm sorry about that. It's all good. We were talking about salt intake and we were saying how much we knew that this is a really massive week for you. So we were full of grace. If you needed to be somewhere or got dragged off somewhere else, we were totally understanding. But we're glad you're here. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Thanks, thanks so much. So, salt is pretty essential for most things, you know. As a as a runner and and cyclist, uh, mm. I must say, it it it. I, I often find how how necessary it is to have the right amount of salt in my body. But uh, but as I grow older, you know, I also realise that having too much salt uh, can be can be a bit of a a challenge, you know. Exactly. So so speaking of challenges. Um, you've sold the car and you've given away your books and you've got your bag <laughs> sort of almost all packed and I'm sure you're experiencing emotions inside of you that you're like, what is going on? Brad, you know, it's, it's I mean, it's, I've, I've been 12 years at, here at Stellenbosch University and it's, it's been an incredible blessing. I have mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful colleagues and great students and they do absolutely amazing work, you know, serving the kingdom preparing people for service in the churches and elsewhere. And uh, so it's, it's, it has been very hard so, um, you know, so I've had to say goodbye. And yesterday we had a beautiful service. For those who know, our, our faculty building is perhaps one of the most beautiful uh, university buildings in the world, certainly in Stellenbosch. So out on the lawns, we had a service and, and the colleagues prayed for me. And oh. so, you know, there's been such Christian love here, you know, um, and and I really am so grateful for that. You know, Megan and I experienced this as, you know, the last next 15 years of our lives before mm-hmm. retirement. Uh, you retire at 67 in the Netherlands. So so we, we really can see the Lord's hand here. And um, it, it's wonderful to be sent by friends and colleagues to, to continue the work we're doing. So Tuesday I fly, Wednesday I start work. <laughs> and Thursday we're going to be bothering you again. <laughs> Thursday, we're going to chat. And, and what I realized, Brad, mm-hmm. and I've, I have made a note of it, is that, of course, the Netherlands is an hour earlier from Wednesday. So oh. <laughs> just as well I noticed that, otherwise time zones could have, be, could have been confused. So uh, Thursday, I'm looking forward to chatting to all of you from, uh, from a grey and wet Amsterdam. Oh, my goodness. Well, while we've still got you here in what is not really a sunny South African day here in Cape Town, a beautiful parable, one that I must be honest, I've often... read through some parables and I feel like a real typical disciple. I would imagine, I just want to look up at Jesus and go, huh? I feel like that about a lot of the parables. So let's find out which one is in Matthew 20. Yeah, so Brad, this week um, I'm I'm actually preaching on Sunday on this parable, Matthew 20 verses 1 to 16. And this is, uh, you know, uh, titled variously, the the parable of the workers in the vineyard or the parable of, of the grumbling workers in some translations. And of course, it's that story of uh, the, the, the wealthy landowner whose harvest is ripe. And he goes out at, at day, uh, daybreak, <clears throat> excuse me, 6 a.m. in the morning uh, to the town square. And he hires all the workers that he can to get the harvest uh, mm. in. And uh, as the day goes on, he realizes that this is not quite going to work out. We need more workers. And he goes back and uh, hires at the third hour and the sixth hour. And eventually at the, at the 10th hour, Eleventh uh, hour, he he gets the last workers in. When the day is done, of course, he pays them, and he begins with the ones who he hired last. 
and he pays them the same as the ones who he hired first. Now, Brad, I can tell you that uh, the Labor Relations Act in South Africa would not <laughs> permit that. <laughs> and, of course, our own sense of justice, you know, when we think about that, uh, also seems to get pricked. I don't know about you. I sort of thought to myself, my goodness, how would I have felt if I'd worked the whole day yeah. and got paid the same as someone who only worked for one hour? Do you know what's interesting about Brett? This mm -hmm. is actually not a matter of justice. Think about this for a moment. Uh, the people who worked the whole day got paid exactly what they had agreed to. They got paid their full wage. And since this is a generous lord, a generous master, they must have been paid well, mm -hmm. you know, yet they were still ungrateful. The issue here is not that they were unhappy because there was an injustice. They were unhappy because they they felt that, you know, the, the, the master was being too generous to others. Now, now think about that. People grumbling because of the generosity of someone else. Isn't that just so hmm. human of us? <laughs> so, of course, this whole parable is about the kingdom of God. What, what uh, Jesus is trying to illustrate to the hearers is, I think, three things. Number one, he's trying to say, in my kingdom, you don't have to earn anything. You don't have to perform in any way. Sorry about that. That's my phone going. Um, you don't have to perform in any way uh, to, to, uh, to earn God's favor and grace. Uh, God will care for you and bless you and, uh, you know, love you and receive you in, in whatever way God can. You don't have to do anything to receive God's favor and grace. The second thing, of course, is that God is always generous and equally generous. God shows no favorites. Mm. God will always give his very best, the most just and necessary thing for all of the workers, no matter who they are. But the third thing, Brad, that sort of struck me, and this is the thing maybe just to touch on today, is if, if we start with the premise that this is about a generous Lord, and not just about grumbling workers. If the premise is that this is a generous Lord, then I'm sure that those who worked for the generous Lord all day would have experienced his generosity all day, not just when they were paid. And so for me, it was a thing of saying, okay, uh, you know, I don't want to be one of those believers who thinks, listen, I want to live my own life and, and waste my resources and time and energy doing the things I want and slip in at the last minute, because that's not a, that's not a full life. Uh, that's not partnering with God for God's goodness and generosity. I want to get there as early as I can and be a part of what the good good Lord is doing throughout my life. Yeah, Dion, I've kind of been holding on to this little bit of information for a, a few moments, and I'm going to tell you, on Mondays uh, here in our uh, offices, here in our reception area where there's some nice soft seating, uh, we get together as a team, and we're a small uh, team here that's all together in the morning because, of course, on radio it's all different shifts. And uh, our station yes. manager is, uh, has, shares a, a Monday morning devotional and we all share some things from our heart and we all pray together. And uh, when we sat down doing our devotional on Monday morning, our station manager, Vanda, said, and for our devotion today, we'll be reading from Matthew 20 from verse 1 to verse 16. So, um, Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd leave that with That's you, it. that that was exactly the verse that we've been uh, shared as a staff for this week. So thanks for coming and uh, bringing a different angle to the conversation this morning. I, th I just was holding on to that for a bit. Oh, beautiful. That's <laughs> a wonderful confirmation. Don't you love the way the Lord works? You know, it, it, uh, Thank you, Lord. That's, it's always so <laughs> wonderful to have God's confirmation. I come to buy a lot, and my dad thinks my feel a great. You don't need greatness on me. You don't make my heart tear. Here is. My God, it is a great stop. Rob Dion, how do you feel? 
I must say, you know, I'm, I, Elmery, I'm, 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 I'm excited. It's, it's been, you know, for a long time, you know, saying goodbye here. It's been, you know, it's been almost five months since, yeah, you know, sure. we, we first knew. So that, you know, it, feel, it feels like removing a plaster very slowly. I'm ready now to go yeah. into the new thing. And uh, I said to someone the, the other day, of course, even though we're going, we're never leaving. We always remain family. And just this morning, I said to, to one of my colleagues here, Auntie Minnie, um, in, in the kitchen, I said to Auntie Minnie, you know, if, if we don't see one another again in Stellenbosch, we will see one another at the great banquet of the Lord. Oh. And so there's, there's great hope in that. So sure. I'm excited for what lies ahead yes. and, and grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> Oh, I have a blessed move and yes, it's not goodbye. Please, jylle moet nie my laat voel, ons gaan nie weer met... Nee, volgende week is deel, is hy saam met ons volgende week, moet nie waar nie. Okay, cool, awesome. Op my fits, op my fits. As hy. Dion, appreciate your time this morning, your expertise, your heart, your enthusiasm. Thanks also for sharing what's happening on your personal side and uh, we wish you well. I can't believe the next time we chat, you will have a new home in a new country, in a new continent, um, and we're so grateful to what God's doing in your life, and thanks that we can still stay connected. Thanks, my friend. Well, blessings to you and to all of our listeners. Chat next week. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.